So Shelley, Mary, this episode, you're going to take us through some more crazy temple crap, aren't you? Uh, Hitler needs some more <laughs> of his ordinances performed um, because you can't just get baptized and ordained. You have to be washed and anointed. We're going to hit that up today. Okay. Wow. How long does all this take? It takes your life away <laughs> from you. The washing and anointing doesn't take, I don't know, 10 minutes maybe? This is well, after we're you've already talk- been dunked. Okay. There's so much here, kids. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> the time wasted <laughs> in the temple doing shit for dead people is like, I'm looking now, mind-blowing, looking back on my life. And are we even getting to whatever the veil is today? Uh, no, nah, I doubt it. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, we're still working. We are chipping away at the bullshit. Mm, can't wait. Should we do it? Let's do. All righty. Be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her life and uh, break down all this stupid temple stuff, chipping away at it, kind of like Mormonism chipped away at your soul for 40-something years, right? You're very quiet over here. I'm waiting for you to say, I'm Mary. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, how long are we going to just babble until she remembers her line? Oh, I'm Mary. I'm Shelly. And yeah. That did take over my life. We're chipping away at the temple ceremonies, A, because so many people are traumatized by them. B, mm-hmm. we have a shit ton of listeners who have no idea what this is and are just digging on it. Right. And C, um, It's like just watching a weird car wreck. Yeah. Like, you hear about this stuff and you're just like, <gasps> yeah. oh, my gosh, like right. your mouth, your jaw drops open. 100%, yeah. You look agape mm-hmm. at your phone or however you listen. Like, There's also hundreds be of real? jokes to be made, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> and evidently, we still want to talk about Hitler some more, which seems a little creepy. Speaking of Hitler. Oh, So okay. last week's episode, Mary made a meme. And in the meme, it was oh, yeah. basically Hitler's head bobbing around in a baptismal font. And in incorrect German, he said... Wo bist ich? Well, okay, that was my bad. What does that mean? Can you explain what well, that was supposed to mean? Well, that's the incorrect way of saying, where am I? <laughs> where am I? Okay. So the correct way is wo bin, bin ich. It's the con- conjuncted? I don't Conjoined? know. Like, like <laughs> I am, they are. It's like a tense. He is. Right? Whatever. No, not a tense. Oh. But like, like I would say, I am, you are. Okay. So this would have been like, this is Hitler saying, where are I? Okay. Instead well, of where are you, which where, is what BIST would be used for. Where are I versus what? Where am I? Where am I? <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. Got <laughs> it. Anyway, um, thank you to the 57,000 people who corrected me um, <laughs> on Facebook. Yeah. Well, it was actually pretty funny. And I was going to have Mary change it. And then I was going to repost in all of every social media. Yeah, I was like, cares? you know what? You know what? Maybe, maybe when Hitler found himself dead and being baptized at the same time, he just kind of fucked up his German because he was probably a little bit surprised. Is that how it went down? I'm I'm saying yes. Well, the um, stupid oxen underneath the baptismal font were just saying WTF in English. That's true. Maybe all of our Hitler memes should have incorrect German just to see if people are paying attention. Will still (laughs) correct it. That's it. Let's do that. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Well, you know, Google translation didn't pick up the air. I put it in. Well, Google I translated it in and it did. It did? Well, I, I put in, how do you say, where am I in German? Oh, and it gave it. Okay. So what I had done, it was do the German to English translation. I put in where, what was the initial? Uh, wo bist ich? 
Okay, I put that in and it came up with where am I? God damn it, Google. I know. Well, whatever. Languages are tricky, everybody. Languages. They are real tricky. Are tricky. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a few things to get through. Before bef- you get to that? Before we get to more temple shit. Okay. Because, you know, the church just can't stop doing dumb shit. They oh. just, it's, it have is. Have they done something stupid? Well, always. <laughs> you know, I, and I don't know how long this has been around, by the way. I, I just, it was brought to my attention somewhere on the internet. So it might not be recent. It might not be recent, but I'm going to go ahead and point this shit out. Point it out. This yeah. is in the general handbook of the you Church know, of Jesus Christ uh, of Latter-day Saints. And that's the other thing. I can't think of another religion that has a handbook. On how you're supposed to live your life. Oh, God. I was scrolling through trying to find the part that I wanted, and it tells you how to live every fucking second of your life. One of these days, we're going to pick through this manual. That's ridiculous. um, And just kind of tell everyone exactly how to live. Exactly. Looking forward to that. Yes. So this is the one that I found. It's uh, having to do with surrogate motherhood. Oh, um, yeah, so— <laughs> Can't wait to hear what this I is. I know. So there are obviously people in the world who are unable to have children. Yeah. Married couples. Temple mm-hmm. married couples that are unable to have— Devout Mormons. Devout Mormons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you're commanded, when you get married in the temple, to go forth and—, and Oh, yeah, they want a lot of Mormon populate. babies. Yeah, replenish the earth. Mm-hmm. So what do you do when neither man nor woman, for whatever medical reason, is unable— to have a baby together. Yeah, and I want to interject something. Go. Why would it matter to the LDS church how that baby comes to be? Because— Because they— get, Have they to put meddle their... in everything. Yes. But isn't the end goal to have Mormon adults who are tithe payers? Isn't that really the goal of Mormonism? Sure. Sure, but they just have to make rules on everything. Okay. Because I would think that it's more the merrier. Come on in here. Well, Give us your money. Well, let me just read this. Okay, you read I'll it. Tell, I'll tell you exactly what they say. Okay. The pattern of a husband and wife providing bodies for God's spirit children is divinely appointed. Already I'm thinking this is starting to sound fake. (laughs) That was barely the first (laughs) sentence, Mary. This is so stupid. Spirit babies for the fake win. Spirit babies for the fake win. (laughs) Okay. For this reason, the church discourages surrogate motherhood. What? Mm-hmm. However, so they're going to be a little lenient. This is a personal matter that is ultimately left to the judgment and prayerful consideration of the husband and wife. Oh, that was nice of you. Oh, thanks. thanks for letting Next me paragraph. use some autonomy. Mm-hmm. But, but here's your punishment if you do. Oh, there's punishment. Children who are born to a surrogate mother are not born in the covenant. What? You know what it means to be born in the covenant? That means you were born to a a married mother and father who have both taken out their endowment in the temple, which means you're sealed to them already. Sealed to them. This is the stupidest shit, you Oh, it is. So (laughs) if your child was born to a surrogate mother, Uh that child is not sealed to you automatically. Nope, nope, nope. However, let me back up a second. Adopted children can be, yes, can be sealed to adoptive temple-going parents Without getting any kind of like special permission, they can just take them in the temple and seal them up, right? Adopted kids. Why is that? I, I, Why is that okay? I don't know. I don't understand these rules. Because they're made up. <laughs> so check this out. This is back to um, children born from a surrogate mother. Okay. Following their birth, these innocent babies, they may be sealed to parents, but only with the approval of the first presidency. So uh. you have to ask 
the head men in charge, can I please seal my baby to our family Uh for eternity? You have to fucking ask the men in charge, can I please have this baby for eternity? It's not automatic. It's not automatic like it is if you adopt one, um, because you can just take take that baby in there and seal them to you, or if you birth one the the appropriate God way, and then the child is automatically sealed to you. You have to ask permission. That is ridiculous. Okay, mm-hmm. I have to interject something. Please do. If you are so gullible <laughs> that you think some person in charge in your religion is going to tell you all about what your family situation is going to be like in your afterlife, and you really believe that's true. Go seek help immediately. Seriously. Yeah, if you're listening, you think this is correct? <laughs> Good God. Like, hey, why Have are you listening? Have we taught you nothing? <laughs> Have we taught you nothing? This is episode 86. Have you learned nothing in two years? Come on. Jesus Christ. Exactly. You think Jesus gives a shit where your baby came from? He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That baby did not come out of the right vagina. Whose sperm is this? Yes. <laughs> raise your hand if this is your sperm and, and raise your, your hand if this is your vagina. I, I need to know how these parts God. went together. That is Can the stupidest thing. Okay, every week I'm like, that is the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is this asking permission, like it's a fear-based tactic, to keep you from doing this because what if you're denied permission, right? Exactly. Does that happen? Are people denied I don't, permission? I don't, I don't know. Maybe the fear, I'm just trying to think through the leaders and their mindset. Maybe the fear is that the woman who provided the womb, let's say, mm-hmm. to grow this baby would have a change of heart and want to keep the baby and not raise it to be Mormon or something. I don't know, but that still doesn't really... It doesn't... Makes sense because the baby is legally... Or have influence over decisions or something. I don't know. I'm trying to think through the money. Are you trying to make sense of bullshit? <laughs> I know, right? good luck. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Seriously, I'm baffled on why this would be different than an adoptive situation. Yeah, I don't know. Let me... um Here, you know what? Let me scroll up weird. and see the ad- adoption. Okay, found it. This is 38.5.2.4, if you are interested. What does that <laughs> looking mean? Looking this up. Uh, this is like the... Handbook? Yeah, it's in okay. the handbook. Yeah, sorry. This is about adopted or foster children who are living, as opposed to dead ones. Okay. <laughs> living children who are born in the covenant or have been sealed to parents cannot be sealed to any other parent unless the first presidency gives approval. We can't have a double sealing. Oh, unless, of course, you're a dude and you want to have a bunch of women sealed to you. Anyway. The whole thing is dumb. Well, yeah. Living children who are legally adopted and were neither born in the covenant nor sealed to former parents may be sealed to their adoptive parents after the adoption is final. A copy of the final adoption decree should be presented at the temple. So basically, you just make an appointment, show up with, look, I adopted, and um, you can have them sealed. But not if it's surrogate. Um, but you don't have to get permission first. You just show no, up and do it. No, you just do it. First presidency approval is necessary for a living member to be sealed to foster parents. Uh, So if you're only fostering, um, you have to have the first presidency approval. Okay. Who could keep all these rules straight, seriously? That's why there's the handbook. Mm -hmm. Okay, this idea of getting sealed Mm -hmm. to guarantee what happens in your afterlife. It's such bullshit. And it's such another fear-based tactic. Oh, yeah. To keep you doing all the things. Like, well, if you're not obedient, you don't know all these things, you might not be sealed for eternity. And once again, the only way to be sealed is for people to be temple worthy, which means they pay 10% of their income. Without fail. 
without fail. Yeah, you, you gotta can't be pay nine point nine percent. Yeah, you got to be current enough. on your ten percent tithing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For sure. Or you will have your family members ripped from you. Ripped from you so dramatically in the afterlife. Yeah. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was yeah. the fun thing that I um, stumbled upon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that is fun. Yeah, I thought yeah, so. Yeah, that's so. great. Uh, just another reminder why everyone should leave the Mormon church. Everyone. <laughs> everyone. Run. Everyone. <laughs> this is not a great place, you guys. It's really not. And even if you're like, well, I had a good childhood. I just made a voice making fun of people mm-hmm, who said that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't that bad for me. I learned how to be compassionate and giving. Okay, you can learn that in places that aren't ruling by fear and intimidation and yeah. threats of you will never see your family again. So For yeah. sure. And all the rule following. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we're clearly <laughs> on the side of get the hell out of the church. Yeah. Yes. If, yeah. <laughs> In case that's not clear. Yeah. <laughs> let's clear that up for everyone. We're no longer saying, well, if it's working, it's not working for you. It's a judgy hierarchical mm-hmm. religion where if you're doing everything right, you can't help but look down on others who are not. Now, I do know there are people that stay in to try to make change. Make change. Yeah. Um, I understand that until it becomes at the expense of your mental health. For sure. Yeah. But still get the fuck out. (laughs) Get the fuck out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Can we move on? We can move on. Okay. Someone wrote in a while ago uh, and I finally saw it and they were just mentioning how this girl, uh, this has nothing to do with Mormons, um, she was playing cards with her dad and she said, dad, how come the king is always worth more points than the queen? And how come there's a jack but not... Um, a princess, and how come, how come, how come? He was like, huh. Anyway, so he gave her, this dad gave her $2,000 in startup money, and she has created a deck of cards called Queen Playing Cards. Q-U-E-E-N-G Playing Cards. (laughs) I thought that was like a (laughs) cool cool. idea, so look it up. So are they mostly like feminist playing cards kind of? No, no, there's a king and a queen, but they're both called monarchs. Okay. And there's a prince and a princess. And the Joker is a girl, which I kind of like. Oh, um, right. But she has kind of rewritten the rules so that it's equal. You could still play all the card games with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. there's more inf- information on the internet. So I just thought it was a cool thing to do. That is a cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. So Okay. Do we have a foom pot or something? Yes. Okay. Can I say cue music? <gasps> cue music. <sighs> Said it first. No, you go ahead. Cue music. <laughs> Meh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Judged by the music cure uh-huh. across the table. Uh-huh. Wow. Mm, you know. Well, she was raised Mormon. It's true. <laughs> She's good at judging, no, right? No, I can judge. <laughs> Hell yeah. Can we just get to the foom pot already? Yeah. It's the fucked up Mormon phrase of the day. Today's fucked up Mormon phrase of the day. That's F U. M. Okay. I can't think of it, but we have new listeners, by the P-O-T-D. way. P-O-T-D. Yes, we picked up a bunch of new listeners. Pod is fucked up Mormon phrase of the day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you just started listening, go back and listen from the beginning. Oh, geez. <laughs> I think episode 16 was actually when we introduced the I think uh, you're right. fucked up Mormon phrase yeah. of the day. But if you start episode one, you will really get to learn the story. Shelly's so weird about podcast listening. I really listening. am. And what did Kimberly Anderson say? <laughs> you Let can her- listen whenever you want, whatever order you want. Oh, she threw an F-bomb in there, too. Oh, fuck you. You can listen in whatever order you fucking want. There you go. Thank you, Kimberly Thank Anderson. Thank you, Kimberly. That's and a good point. Bigfoot is fake. Okay, moving on. <laughs> the fucked up Mormon phrase of the day today is sons. 
of anarchy. S-O-N-S, <laughs> no. Sons of perdition. Perdition? Mm-hmm. Wasn't there like a show or a movie called Road to Perdition? Oh, that was a good one with... Uh, I didn't see it. Tom Hanks. Nope, maybe. No. Was it? I don't know. It was really good, though. Does this speak to some sort of like punishment thing like okay so who were the sons though were they like Cain's offspring Bigfoot's offspring Bigfoot's children <laughs> that would be Cain <laughs> right exactly Mary's answer is Bigfoot's children yes are the sons of perdition <laughs> or maybe they were um Lamanites they had to be Lamanites right? aren't those the typical bad guys of the Book of Mormon I, it depends on which chapter of the Book of Mormon you are, you're in because they go back and forth and back and forth okay, and back and forth according to the Book of Abraham well, the Book of Mormon, the Lamanites, um, when they'd start being good, they would turn white. And then they, when they were okay. bad, they would um, get that curse of darkness on them again. The so. curse of Cain. Curse of Cain. Who was Bigfoot, I guess. Stupid racists. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a full-on buzz for that. All right. Who are these sons of perdition? <clears throat> sons of perdition. Those who rebelled with Lucifer mm. in the preexistence. Oh. Yeah. I would have had no idea. Well, there's more. Okay. <laughs> the term can also apply to Mormons who willfully and deliberately deny the Holy Ghost and the truth of Mormonism while knowing it is true. Oh, so you're a son of perdition. Oh, hold on. Let me finish. This sin will not be forgiven and will result in outer darkness. Ooh. So sorry, Jesus. Your death doesn't cover that one. No, of course not. Jesus's death is super up for interpretation according to the Mormons. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. No, Jesus— doesn't cover everything. Jesus actually isn't a badass because he can't cover for every sin. Mm-hmm. We just can't. Well, how do they explain in, that In it's Mormon not? religion, they say, Jesus died for all sins. He loves everything. They say that, but uh-huh. then when you get into the deeper doctrine, like the craziest shit, you learn about sons of perdition who will not be saved because they went against God. Well, that might hold up in the regular Bible. You can't denounce Jesus and it could be expected to get into heaven, according to Christianity. Well, that's crazy because let's pretend it's someone who's like lives in the middle of nowhere in the world. Uh-huh. Mormon missionaries show up, tell them about Jesus, and they're like, nah, hell mm-hmm, no. Mm-hmm. Are they screwed? Like in Christianity, can they still be saved if they're like, that's whack-a-mole, not having According it. to Christianity, no. You have to— Pray the sinner's prayer and accept Jesus into your heart. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that means. Dear me. Yeah, supposedly, according to Christian lore or the Bible, (laughs) same thing. (laughs) Fairy tales slash Um, fiction. Okay, go ahead. mm -hmm. Jesus will not return until— Weird dudes journals. Okay, go. Mm -hmm. Jesus will not return until uh, everyone has had a chance— to hear about the gospel. Oof, it's going to take a while. It is going to take a while. So Jesus, Jesus is like sitting on his throne, like uh-huh. tapping his fingers. I think he's pretty much playing words with friends. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I got to talk a little more about this. There are only sons of perdition. Why would that be? Well, because no one gives a shit about the daughters. Well, there's also that. But it says here that you have to have a perfect knowledge of God, right? Women, it's assumed that we can never have that because we don't have the priesthood. Oh, We're just I like see. going along with what the dude says. Are you sure or is it just they just don't mention daughters and women very much? In this, it doesn't say for or against, but I was taught and I heard enough time that the reason there are only sons of perdition, again, is because you have to have a perfect knowledge, which is reserved typically for like your prophets and shit. Oh, women okay. are prophets. Uh-huh. Yeah. So 
what if just the regular Joe Schmo or Josephine Schmo Mormon rejects the Mormon church? Would they not be considered a son or daughter of perdition? They would just be like going to outer darkness anyway? No. I mean, I make the joke about outer darkness all the time. Uh-huh. If I'm being honest, I'm not going to go to outer darkness. Nobody needs to worry about it's me. It's made up. Well, yeah, Shelly. there's that. <laughs> it is made up. I wasn't worried. I'm pretty sure you won't be there because it's not a thing. (laughs) Okay, there's one more paragraph in here that I need to read and then we can move on. So this is a quote. Thus saith the Lord concerning all those who know my power and have been made partakers thereof and suffered themselves through the power of the devil to be overcome. The devil being the adversary, by the way. Of course. And to deny the truth and defy my power. They are they who are the sons of perdition, of whom I say that it had been better for them never to have been born. Oh, jeez. For they are vessels of wrath, doomed to suffer the wrath of God with the devil and his angels in eternity. It's in the Doctrine and Covenants. Yeah, I can't get all these manuscripts straight. It's uh, more Mormon scripture. That's different than the Book of Mormon. Correct. All right, let me read some more. This is from... President Joseph Fielding Smith, who was the 10th prophet. The sons of perdition are those who have had a knowledge of the truth, have known that Jesus Christ was the Son of God, have had the testimony of the Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Ghost, and these things have all been revealed so that they know they are true. And then they turn against them and fight them knowingly. I think why I'm talking like this is because I've been reading through the transcript for the Mormon temple ceremony, and this is kind of how Lucifer talks. Or maybe you had like six cups of coffee today. That could be Is that what happened? Mm -hmm. I got one more sentence. Sons of perdition are to be cast out with the devil and his angels into outer darkness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I meant to say two more sentences. Into the telestial kingdom will they go, according to that which is written here in this revelation, the vicious, the unclean, the ungodly. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Telestial kingdom and outer darkness are the same? I didn't think they were the same thing. I'm looking at this chart that one of our listeners, Shit, you're Annie, right. Let me supplied. Look. And it says outer darkness at the bottom, followed by the telestial kingdom above that, then the terrestrial kingdom, then celestial kingdom. So which is it? Or do they go to the telestial kingdom or outer darkness? Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This fake made-up doctrine is a little bit confusing. <laughs> Bryce Blankenagel of the Naked Mormonism podcast. If you are listening, <laughs> hello, Bryce. Bryce, hello. I can hit him up in a private message. Okay. We need <laughs> we'll an get answer. The answer. We'll get the answer. <laughs> Someday, I want to seriously get into this crazy chart. There's so much in here that's really weird to me. Okay, make a note of that. Like, um... Spirit prison. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. Okay. But I want to But we know. do know what the morning of the first resurrection is. Uh, sure. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's all I got for that foom pod. That's the foom pod, mm-hmm. everybody. Sons of perdition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There you go. Shall we take a little break? Yes, but first. Okay. I want to put the call out uh, to our listeners. If there are any listeners out there who are in a relationship where it's an ex-mo and a never-mo. Okay, Or have been in that relationship. Uh 
Uh, we've had some letters written in about how our podcast has helped the Nevermo understand the Exmo. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious to know what kind of issues have um, arisen. Is that a word? Arisen? Mm-hmm. Aroused? Yeah. Arosed? Kidding. I know it's not aroused. <laughs> it might be arousal. Uh, I mean, it's a little arousing, <laughs> not going to lie. Uh, anyway, but whatever you've had to face as a Nevermo when trying to understand your ex-mo mm-hmm. partner. Lots of head scratching. Yes, yes. We, we, <laughs> we want to do an episode on that. I think it'll be fun. So. Oh, that would be fun. Now, okay. we may take a break. Well, th- thank you. You're welcome. Sister Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> be right back. We are back. Hello. Hello. So before we get into Temple craziness, um, I just wanted to mention something about the podcast awards. Thank you, everyone who voted for us. We are now a finalist, it looks like, in the yeah. <laughs> in the LGBTQ category. Because y'all been voting. Yeah, you mm-hmm. sure have. And we want to mm-hmm. thank each and every one of you. Personally, we're going to go door to door when it's not <laughs> a pandemic. I don't know. Um, That's a lot. Maybe if you guys could all go in the same house, it will go to that door. <laughs> there you go. Maybe two houses will we'll go door to door. We'll have a party. I okay. like it. All right. But I guess there's more voting for some people. When I read what Podcast Awards was doing, they're sending random people, like they're randomly selecting from everyone who registered to vote the first time. The correct term is randos. Sure, randos, but not completely randos because you did already vote one time. Mm, semi-randos. Sure. So you have to vote again. So Maybe. do it. Vote again. If you are randomly selected. So no offense if you were not. <laughs> I think you would know by now yeah. if you received a request is it an to email? re-vote. I believe it is an okay. email, yes. Check your spam. Oh, yeah, that's true. Could be in your spam folder. It wasn't sent out by us, by the way. We would have everyone revote. This is from the organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, they just did this random selection thing. I don't really know why. But anyway. Because we choose everyone. You are all special and chosen Mm -hmm. by us. Mm -hmm. Uh, But anyway, we appreciate it if you vote again. Sorry, it's a pain in the butt to revote. But uh, appreciate that in advance. I guess the award ceremony is on September 30th. And here's another goofy thing we've got to do. You and I have to record a video that's accepting the award, whether we win or not. And we have to submit this. (laughs) And we have to act like we just found out. It's like recording a lie. Well, (laughs) let's do it. Yeah, I guess you just record your response as if, oh my gosh, we won? Thank you so much. So when you, okay, when you guys hear this, okay, if we're selected, which is a big if because it's going to a bunch of randos as we've already discussed. So if we win, then watch the video and you're going to be like, oh my God, totally fake. Ooh, ooh. you know what else we should do? (laughs) Let's record a video as if we lost. And so if you guys don't get to see the we won video, we'll just post the we lost video. Okay, well, we can just post them back to back anyway, just for grins, and put them on uh, Patreon and Marco Polo channels. Okay, that's fine, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but winning and losing videos. I love it. We're going to make them both real dramatic. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay, Uh, looking forward to that. Okay, should we get into some temple bullshit? Mm, Yeah, always. So far, our example, Hitler. Hitler, by the way, I had people in social media say, really, was he really... Yes, he was. Do a search online for Adolf Hitler Temple Endowment or something. You can see the actual certificate Hmm. showing that he had his work done. So we're not making this shit up. Wow. We make a lot of shit up. This ain't some of it. Do we make shit up? No. (laughs) I mean, the Mormon church makes shit up. (laughs) Also true. Also true. (laughs) They would deny that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we are, as in Hitler, is currently baptized. Uh And he's been ordained to the the priesthood. He has the priesthood. Yeah. I don't. 
never did, never will. No. Um, but Hitler has the priesthood. He may now connect with God. But wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> Always is. Uh-huh. So Hitler's chilling in spirit prison waiting for someone to do the work for him, right? So we need our proxy. Wasn't the proxy we used last week like Bill Williams? Walker? No, Walker. Walker. Brother okay. Walker. Uh, all right, here we go. You have to put on... It's like a poncho without sides. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about what you wear to do any of this stuff. Poncho without sides. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine just like a thin rectangular piece of fabric with a hole in the top. That for hole, your head. For your head. And so it just drapes down the front of you and the back of you, but the sides are completely open. This um, is how it was when I went through. What color is this fabric? White. Duh. Uh, white, okay. white, 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 Everything white. is white. Everything okay. is white except for your green apron. What's the point of the apron? Uh, that's in the endowment session. We're not there yet. It's to cover your endowment. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't resist, everybody. Oh, uh, that was good. That was good. It's rare that Mary makes me laugh. Oh, okay, and I, <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. We laugh all the time. It's funny. We were just talking. um, We were pulling out of our driveway, and I don't even remember what the conversation was, but it was just really funny between you and I. Oh, I I know what it was. What was it? What was it? You were pulling out because you kind of parked halfway in a ditch up front. Yeah. And so I was waiting for you to pull out so I didn't have to get into the ditch to get into the passenger side. Right. And you were pulling out, and then you stopped. I get in, and you start pulling away (laughs) before I have the door closed. And I'm like, God, it's all Dukes of Hazard up in here. And And then I said, (laughs) (laughs) We make each other laugh. Yeah, and so we kind of giggled, and it was like, you know what's funny about our podcast? (laughs) We're just like It's it's just our daily conversations, you know? Yeah, and you were wearing your Daisy Dukes, which I appreciated. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) All our young listeners are like, what are you talking about? Duke's a hazard. Look it up. Not a great it show. It was a shitty show. Yeah. Okay, so Brother Walker, who is standing in his proxy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is wearing the poncho, the sideless poncho. With the apron. With Nope, no apron. Oh, no apron. Okay. No, there's nothing covering the endowment. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is he naked underneath? Yes. What? Naked under the poncho with no what? sides. Are you serious? And you know what's so fantastic about this is they don't warn you about any of it. Oh, you have yeah. no idea. Because you're not bef- allowed to talk about it. No. You have no idea before going in there that you will be naked under a sideless poncho. Yeah. No how clue. old do we think Brother Walker is? I, I mean, I don't know. Teenager? No, no, no. Uh, well, Maybe? if Brother Walker got married at 18, which a lot of sister walkers have. Oh, you have to be married to do this? You do this. Um, not the baptisms of the dead. You oh, can let be me young. back this up. So it would be 18-year-old boys and 19-year-old girls if they're going on missions. Because you have to go through the temple before you can go on a mission. So yeah, 18 and 19 would be the youngest. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, the teen years for a boy can be really dubious. Yes. Well, and for with girls. your naked endowments. <laughs> also true. <laughs> you never know. I guess know. that's why they tell everyone to close their eyes during the prayer. <laughs> you never know uh, what's going to be happening when someone's touching you under Jesus a weird Christ. white garment. I haven't even gotten to the touching part yet. <laughs> Mary, don't spoil. Well, I just knew there's touching coming up. Otherwise, what's the point of the sideless poncho? Yeah, and we've kind of talked a little bit about it before with like the five points. Oh, that's, there's touching there later. too. But there's touching there too. Sure. Okay. There's so much touching. So much. Why so do they want much, to touch you so much? So much touching without permission given. Oh, well, that is true. Because they didn't even well. know. No. People don't even know. All right, let's get to it. Okay. Brother Walker goes in this room that's like cordoned off into four 
mm, cordons is the only way to properly say like it, I guess. sections of the room, yeah, I guess? Yeah, sections divided by curtains, right? Oh, they all have curtains in between. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So you sit on a chair, and there's like a little thing on the wall that holds uh, like consecrated oil. Okay. And you're naked under like a loose-fitting garment. You're thing. naked under gown. a sideless poncho. Kind of like a hospital gown, but at least those you can tie. Yeah, you can't tie these and they're open on the sides. Ugh. Can I say open on the sides one more time? Sideless poncho? <laughs> you yes, really can. You, you sit down. I remember the first time doing this and it was like, ooh, that chair's cold. And it just felt like awkward. In my mind, the temple was the ultimate goal. Like God is in this temple. Everything that okay. goes on here is something that I needed to do, wanted to do to be holy, right? To be is holy it, or to be perceived as such. Yes, correct. I'm going to throw that out there. Thank you. Because you want to look like you're being the perfect Mormon at all times. Well, right? in my mind, God wants me to do this. This okay. was all the guilt and shame from years of not being the best Mormon ever are now mm. going to somehow be, what's my word? Yeah, absolved or something. Yes, You'll be you. absolved of your yeah. wrongdoings. Because I've repented and here I am in the temple, the pinnacle of righteousness oh, yeah. on earth. And the pinnacle of a Mormon's experience, really. Yes. Does it get better than temple shit? I don't know why, but every time you say pinnacle, I think of the endowment. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Endowment's on the brain today. <laughs> so as I was going through this process, it was this weird brain fuck of like, this is weird, but it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. This is weird, but it's holy. I'm a little uncomfortable, but I'm supposed to be doing this. So it's very like... I would say traumatic without you realizing it's traumatic. You know, well, you're naked. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's <laughs> horrible. Yes, of course. Okay, so sitting on the cold chair, women perform this on women, men perform this on men. And so an officiator places some of the holy oil, first of all, on the forehead right here. And then we'll say Brother Walker, because Walker is, he's the um, proxy. proxy. Brother Walker, having authority, I wash you preparatory to your receiving your anointings for and behalf of Hitler, Hitler. Mm-hmm. who is dead. You always have to say who is dead. <laughs> always. <laughs> that you may become clean from the blood and sins of this generation. Uh, okay. Hitler's going to become clean? Of all yeah. his wrongdoings? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Ooh, Jesus Christ. I know. That I mean, just, think that just about dawned it. on me how intense think that about is. it. Yeah. Hitler gets a clean slate mm-hmm. because of the stupid head. ceremony mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. some poor naked kid has to be touched inappropriately. Yeah. And then suddenly all of Hitler's wrongdoings wiped clean. Right? I love, yes, I love the view of that from a Nevermo because it's I horrible. think as an Exmo, sometimes you don't. You really don't process it that deeply because it's so familiar to you. And for you to see it and put it in words, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you're right. This is horrible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's wrong on so many levels. Yeah. yeah, It is wrong on so many levels, you guys. Yeah. You want some more? I guess. Hitler just was promised that he may become clean from the blood and sins of this generation. Mm -hmm. So now we go on with the blessing. And the officiator touches each part of the body as it is named. You don't know where you're going to be touched. You have nothing on. You have no idea what's coming. You're wearing a thin sheet that's open at the sides that's white, by Mm -hmm. the way. And you think that this is how God needs shit to go down. It's so inappropriate, you guys. You want to hear what happens? Yes. The officiator says, I wash your head that your brain and your intellect may be clear and active. Kind of touch your your temples, I think. Okay. I'm going on this by memory. Not not the words, but the where they touch you part. Okay. memory. Your ears, that you may hear the word of the Lord. Touch my ears. Mm -hmm. Your eyes, that you may see clearly and discern between truth and error. 
So they jab their fingers in you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it was my eyebrow You'll poke your eye out. next to my eye. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Your nose that you may smell, your lips that you may never speak guile. Some like stranger putting oil on your lips. I don't like kinda, this. Mm-mm. Weird. While your, you're naked. Yeah. Your neck that it may bear up your head properly. You're sitting there naked and someone is touching your neck lightly. It's never like a jab. It's a uh-huh. light, it's a weird, it's an uncomfortable, creepy yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. By the way, all this has to be under the sheet. This isn't touching on top of the poncho. This is under the poncho. They have to go underneath under the poncho. this thin white garment. Which is why it's open on the sides. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And touch you in all these places. With oil. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I feel like they're kind of working their way down your body and it's super creepy. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. It's like weird Mormon foreplay. I don't know. It just feels really strange to me. Okay. Well, I was not turned on by the end of it, so foreplay didn't work, even though it was women doing it. It was old-ass women. Okay. Like like your great-grandma kind of old-ass women. Okay. okay. Uh, your shoulders that they may bear the burdens that shall be placed thereon. Your back. So reaching through and touching the center of your back mm-hmm. when you're naked, and they are strangers. Mm. And you have no idea what's going on. Awful. That there may be marrow in your bones <laughs> and in the spine. By the way, I drank marrow broth this morning. I made some. Yeah, and uh, I suppose not having enough marrow is an actual thing. But generally, bones have marrow. Just yeah. putting that out there. That's generally, true. You they don't need to be them. touched in the middle of your back by a stranger under a poncho naked to get that. Yeah, you're good. your bones are probably going to have marrow. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Moving on, your breast. Uh-uh. I repeat, your breast, that it may be the receptacle of pure and virtuous principles. Okay, hold up, hold up. Let's not talk about Brother Walker for a second. Let's talk mm-hmm. about Sister Johnson mm-hmm. getting touched under her. It was between my boobs. They don't touch nipple. How do they avoid it sometimes? Well, I don't know. Maybe their arm does. Like, how do you not brush against some inappropriate You know, area? I'm sure that it was brushed up against, um, but I think at this point it was just like, hurry and get this done with. Oh, my God. Was not expecting to have between my boobs touched by a woman with oil as I'm naked. Oh, my God. And having not been forewarned of this. How do you not have PTSD from this experience? It's so inappropriate. This honestly is my first time going through this since since 1996 when I did this originally. Going through this, saying the words, and remembering the act in my mind. Very first time. How is it? So I'm kind of processing. How's that feeling? I'm recognizing how not okay that is, to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Next, your vitals and bowels, that they may be healthy and perform their proper functions. Your lower stomach. So, they are yeah. touching your lower stomach. Ew. Uh, so, so inappropriate. Like just above your pubic region, uh-huh. basically. Yeah. Slightly to the side, if I remember right. Not that that makes it better. It's still a stranger touching you in places without consent. And you have no idea that this is even going to be happening to no, you. No, It's horrible. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, there's more. Your arms and hands that they may be strong and wield the sword of justice in defense of truth and virtue. At this point, you're like, whew, they're outside of the poncho now. Right, Your arms right. and hands, right on. Yes. But then your loins. Loins? That you may be fruitful and multiply <gasps> and replenish the earth that you might have joy Oh my in God. your posterity. Thank God Mormons are replenishing the earth because the population's so low. Oh, yeah. We're like running out of people <laughs> and shit. So where do they put their hand at this point? Uh, loins, obviously, are your right in there. Your privates. Do the they triangle. touch you? No. They touch you right on like the hip bone. 
the oh, lower hip. Oh my bone. god! I'm going to stand up and show Mary. Wow! So it's just to the side of your pubic region. Correct. <laughs> uh, yeah. That you may be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. That you ha- may have joy in your posterity. So it's like, let me touch close to your privates uh-huh. and tell you to have babies. Wow. This is so creepy, you guys. Lastly, your legs and feet that you might run and not be weary and walk and not faint. I tell you what, I should have ran my ass right out of there yeah, is what you I should have done. You should have. Christ. Damn. So then after that person does all that, so it's you, just you and another person, like mm-hmm. private time. Then a second officiator enters. Both officiators place their hands on the initiate's head and the second officiator seals the washing as follows. Brother Walker... Having authority, we lay our hands upon your head for and in behalf of Hitler. Who is dead. Right. (laughs) And seal upon you this washing, that you may become clean from the blood and sins of this generation throughout your faithfulness. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Jesus. And is this the end of that? Part of it. What is this part called? Um, I'm not going to back up. I'm just going to say I was incorrect. This is the—everything I said is true. Okay? okay. This is the washing, and it was only water that they used. Oh. I forgot that there's two. There's a washing and then an anointing. So I let's, see. let's go ahead and so be they put water in all those parts. That was only water. Okay. But, you know, we're not going to leave out the oil because that's next. Right. So now we're going to move on to the anointing. This is when the special oils come out. My bad. I got them confused. Okay. So but everything I said, all the words and all that, they yes, that was true. They touch you, but they use the water. Washing. Yes. And the other thing. Because it's washing you. It's washing you. It's washing Hitler clean from the sins of this generation. In inappropriate ways on the proxy. Yes. Ooh, what a fun tradition this is. Isn't it so great? Yeah. All right, you ready? An officiator places oil on the initiate's head while pronouncing the following words. And you're still wearing the thin poncho-y thing. You haven't moved. Okay. Yeah, you're still sitting on the cold-ass chair. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, naked under a poncho with no sides. Okay. Brother Walker, having authority, I pour this holy anointing oil upon your head for and in behalf of Hitler— who is dead. <laughs> and anoint you preparatory to your becoming a king and a priest unto the most high God. You get to be a, Hitler. a king too? Oh, hell yeah. Hereafter to rule and reign in the house of Israel forever. Oh, that's exactly what Israel wants. Hitler to it's rule. King Hitler. Oh God. Think about There's this so shit. Much wrong. Think about this shit. This <sighs> is the craziest awfulest, is that a word? It is now. Most horrific shit I have ever heard, maybe. Wow. It's so bad, Shelly. Yeah. This I, is I'm so glad awful. I'm doing this with you because I, I literally didn't recognize how bad this was. Wow. Wow. Holy shit, this happened. Somebody actually went through this for real on behalf of Adolf Hitler. This actually to, happened. To be a priest under the most high God to rule and reign in the house of Israel forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitler. Yes. Like, what the fuck, people? Wow. And nobody involved in the ceremony ever stopped to think, this doesn't sound right. Of course not, because everything's right in the temple. Kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so, I don't even know, like kind of emotional right now. This is so awful. This is horrible, you guys. Horrible. Uh, My heart feels very sad right now. Me too. Yeah, I'm having sad heart for sure. I mean, I know we're laughing through this episode, but it suddenly got really dark and awful and scary. Yeah. Not good. Mm-mm. Not to mention, anyone holding the priesthood gets to be a king in the next life or whatever? Of course. Are there queens? You are a queen unto your king. I see. So you get the queen title, I guess? Yes. Okay, but you don't get to rule anything. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Come oh, on. 
Oh my God, Mormons, stop. Stop this bullshit. Stop already. Please stop this bullshit. Mm -hmm. Everyone run out of the church. Those of you who are listening are most likely ex-Mormon or never-Mormons. And what you can do is make sure that people know about this. I'm not saying, like, go preach it, but if you have friends that are that are thinking about joining the church, tell them some of this shit. Yeah. Show them how to find the truth before they make a dumbass decision. Right. Yeah. Wow. Anywho, so mm. we're on to the anointing. Okay. And yeah, basically, it's the exact same thing, just with oil. They touch you same again. Places. Yeah, they touch okay. you again in all the same places with oil. And then, another chance to do a like a nipple pass by. Yeah, another chance to to yeah to graze a nip. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So you get to wow. to to be accosted twice, mm-hmm. once with water, once with oil, mm-hmm. and get too close to your uh, private parts downstairs. Yeah, they can mm-hmm. bless your loins mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. slash okay. groin. Yeah, it's the same much. thing, right? It yeah. rhymes. <laughs> it might as well be the same thing. So after that, you get another blessing. <clears throat> Brother Walker, having authority, of course, we lay our hands upon your head, foreign in behalf of Hitler. Who is dead. And confirm upon you this anointing, wherewith you have been anointed in the temple of our God, preparatory for becoming a king and a priest under the Most High God, hereafter to rule and reign again in the house of Israel forever and seal upon you all the blessings hereunto appertaining through your faithfulness in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And right now Jesus Christ is crying because he's like, this is bullshit. Stop. Quit doing this stupid shit in my name, you guys. Quit. Fun. Well, we let me let me do Is there more? uh, Let me do a couple more. And then that'll get us to the endowment. These are shorter. Okay. So up to this point, you have not worn the holy garment yet, but you have them ready to wear. So after you have been touched inappropriately, you get to wear your garment. So this is the generally two-piece thing that looks kind of like an oversized T-shirt and boxer shorts. Yeah, used to okay. be one piece. You can still get one pieces with the butt flap, but I never wore one. My parents did. Are they cottony? They have so many different uh, materials now, but you have to really? purchase them. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the church is making money on your garments uh-huh. where, um, yeah, I don't think they need to make money on garments at this point. Because they only have 100 and what, 30 billion? Yeah, excess? minimum. Wow, feeling ramped up today. You should because the garment portion is also weird and creepy. I'm sure it is. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Okay, we're about to wear the garment. Are you excited? Ooh, can't wait to wear those okay. stupid garments. An officiator clothes the initiate in the garment. Ooh, so the wait. officiator is now helping Brother Walker put on the, the garment. Does the poncho-y thing stay on when yeah, this I'm is trying happening? to remember this. Maybe I blocked it out at this point. I'm trying so hard to remember. The top part is a pullover, so you have to have the poncho off to have the I pullover I don't remember. I, I literally don't remember. Maybe I blocked it out. Anyone who uh, went through the temple like before the early 90s, before they started changing shit up, uh, let us know because I, I just don't remember. I can't imagine. They hand them to you and turn around or do they like hold them while you step in because that's creepy as fuck. You blocked it. I must have. I don't remember it at all. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you do get a special blessing, of course. Mm, Of course you do. Mm -hmm. Brother Walker, having authority, I place this garment upon you for in behalf of Hitler, who Mm -hmm. is dead, mm -hmm, which you must wear throughout your life. It represents the garment given to Adam when he was found naked in the Garden of Eden and is called the garment of the holy priesthood. Oh, I didn't realize it was supposed to be because God needed to cover Adam and Eve. You didn't I guess. know that? No. Oh, we'll get there. That's in part well, of the, why that's in the endowment movie. Well, then why is it animal skins? We'll get there. <laughs> God damn it. 
Inasmuch as you do not defile it, but are true and faithful to your covenants, it will be a shield and a protection to you against the power of the destroyer until you have finished your work on the earth. Ooh, the destroyer. That's a synonym for adversary, isn't mm. it? <laughs> we need to like get a t-shirt that says all the names of Satan. <laughs> That's right. I love it. Because we've got Lucifer, Satan, the adversary, the devil. Do Mormons call Satan the devil ever? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we use uh, all the names. The destroyer. Uh, the Tempter? What about that one? No, there's uh, the son of anarchy. <sighs> no, or something like like you know he's Jesus's brother, right? Oh, right, right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. According he's to like the, the sun, morning sun or some shit. Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. I'll look that shit up. Funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so now you have the garment on. Mm-hmm. Okay, but now Hitler needs a new name. Everyone gets a new name engraved on a white stone. Maybe you're confusing them. <laughs> But maybe, I don't maybe know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the first resurrection, morning mm-hmm. of the first resurrection, don't mm-hmm. you get your white stone? Get your white stone. Get your hand. white stone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go on to the new name. We're running out of time. So, in the case of a living endowment, so if this was Hitler alive doing all this, this is what would happen. Okay. With this garment, I give you a new name which you should always remember and which you must keep sacred and never reveal except at a certain place that will be shown you hereafter. The name is blank, whatever the fuck they made up. My new name is Emma. Uh-huh. Any, any Emmas out there? Raise the roof for we, the— We've uh. actually talked to some Emmas. We yeah. know some Emmas. Right now, I'm yeah. raising the roof for Emmas. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Go, Emma. Mm-hmm. In the case of a person receiving the endowment on behalf of the dead, so this is what it would be if this was Brother Walker uh-huh. receiving this endowment for Hitler. Uh-huh. Brother Walker, having authority, I give you a new name for and in behalf of Hitler— who is dead. Which you should always remember and which you must keep sacred and never reveal except at a certain place that will be shown unto you hereafter. The name is, whatever the fuck the name is. So Hitler is now ready to receive the actual endowment. There's more to oh, this Oh, God. Thing? We haven't even turned the movie on yet. Like, there <laughs> the is. Movie. No, it's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, let me make some comments. This was exactly how the endowment was when I went through in the early 90s. They have changed it some. It's not as douchey it's now. Not, it's not as douchey and perverted, but it doesn't mean that it's not still, like, douchey and perverted. And it's horrific. still awkward and horrific. But the fact that anyone ever thought this was okay and did this for uh-huh. decades uh-huh. is like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God, Mormons. Uh, by the way, when we did our episode last week, people were like, I thought it was going to get into the endowment. I'm like, it's coming. Would, Wait now, for it, kids. Now, everything done today is super secret. Like, this is shit you will not hear about. Because you can know about baptisms. I mean, you can go to a baptism, not in the temple, but you can attend a baptism at a church or whatever and hear the words and shit. But this shit yeah. isn't common knowledge. Mm. Boom. Well, there you have it, everybody. Wait for the lightning. Not coming. <laughs> she didn't die on the spot, kids. Didn't, did not. <laughs> Must be okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe it's because it's all fake. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you're starting to think so. Mm-hmm. More to come, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Lots more. More to come. This temple stuff's a real treat. Mm-hmm. Gotta tell you. Mm-hmm. Let's take our final break and uh, then come back and get into Patreon and Marco Polo channels. Sounds good. By the way, if you are about to hear the JCPenney commercial in Spanish, <laughs> you are lucky, lucky, lucky you. <laughs> and I think we took care of that rifle commercial yeah, in Utah. Yeah, sorry about that. Sometimes I, they throw in commercials that we don't approve. Seriously, if yeah. you guys hear some strange commercials, 
apologize for that, please let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we will try to get those yanked as uh, soon as possible. But we're not yanking the Spanish one because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm thrilled that they're playing commercials I in know. Spanish. It's kind of cool. That's fun. I wish I understood it. I know, me too. Okay. <laughs> Be right back. We are back with are. some patrons, right? We had a good Patreon week. Yeah, we sure did. Thank you, new patrons. And thank you, current patrons, old patrons, whatever. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting us. Also, new patrons, Mm -hmm. do not forget to go through all of our Patreon and watch our after show videos. That is true. You know what we haven't thought about in a while? What? Like in a year? Huh. That we have fucked up Mormon phrase of the day ringtones. Oh, shit, you're right. For patrons, uh-huh. and we can make those available to Marco Polo channels with clean and explicit. <laughs> so we've effed up and we have fucked up Mormon call of the day. Yes. That you could assign to your parents. To your favorite Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It would be perfect for your dad, Shelly, because oh, he calls God. you daily. I would hear that four or five times a day and laugh. <laughs> yeah. That's mm. good shit. Okay, well, I will remember to do that this mm-hmm. week. Let's get on to the patrons. Okay. Patron number one will be given a new name. A new name. Okay. So here's how we're going to play this today, Mary. We're going to announce their actual first name, uh-huh. then their initial okay. of their last name, if they've given us one, and then we're going to pick a new name for them mm-hmm. according to the initial of their last name. Did we get all that? Ish. Let's try it. Okay. Patron number one is Jennifer H. Jennifer H. So we're making a new name out of the H. Yes. So Jennifer is your old name. Your new uh-huh. name is? Hot Dog. <laughs> <laughs> or in behalf of Hot Dog, who is dead. Who is dead. Oh, God. Oh, God. No. no. No, no, no. Is there another ceremony with the new name? <laughs> well, yeah. It's the other thing you read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, with this garment, I give you a new name, which you should always remember and which you must keep sacred and never reveal, except at a certain place it will be shown you hereafter. The name is? Hot dog, and it will be shown on the Latter-day Lesbian podcast. It'll be revealed. That's when <laughs> That's it will be revealed. Villain. Oh, my God. I love it. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Okay. Next is Gabriella. Gabriella did not give us an initial, hmm. so it's kind of just totally up to us at this point. All right. Do you have something in mind? Let's go with—you know, I'm having a hard time thinking of something. Oh, you are? But I just had an idea. Okay. Random word generator. <laughs> All right. What you got? <laughs> okay. Let me click. Generate random words. Okay, your new name is uh-huh. Rocket. That's kind of a cool nickname. I kind of want to be called Rocket. I'm a little jealous that you got Rocket and I got Emma. Yeah, it sounds kind of racy. Rocket. Well, there you go, Rocket. That's your new name. Next, we have Mary M. Nice name, Mary. Yeah, and you know what you can do in this random word generator? You can put in a first letter. You ready? Uh-huh. Mary, your new name is Monopoly. How about microphone? Because we're speaking into them. You don't get two new names. <laughs> I don't get to pick Fine. a new name. <laughs> Monopoly. Uh, Mary, do you want Monopoly or Quit microphone? monopolizing the name oh, ceremony. Oh, dear God. Next, Nicole <laughs> P. Generate random words. Pest. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Want to do another one? We need to redo. Okay, redo. Paradox. Oh, that's pretty oh, good. Okay. Okay, so Nicole P., your new name is Paradox. Mm-hmm. This will, you, you will keep secret. And not revealed to anyone except for on the Latter-day Lesbian podcast. There you go. Boom. How paradoxical. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway, patrons. Thank you so much. Thank you. We so appreciate your help. 
And if you would like information on how to support us on Patreon and get some free ringtones and ad-free podcasts, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, go to patreon.com slash latterdaylesbian to sign up. Yes. Thank you so much. Channels. Channels. Moving on. All right. We have three new channels members. Are they new or are they, we just getting around to reading them? We're just going through the list. Um, yeah, we're not to the new ones. <laughs> the list that may or may not have been a repeat, by the way. <laughs> if you're getting multiple new names, well, you're welcome. Uh-huh. All right. First name, Rachel J. Can we still do in the uh, random name generator? This is fun and simple. Requires <laughs> zero thought. I like it. What do you got? Your new name is Judicial. Judicial. Well, that's a good one, it, isn't it? Yeah, it kind of sounds similar to perdition. Similar vibe there. Um, maybe opposite definition, <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. Next is Hannah N. Let's N see what they come up with. Stands N. for your new name is Neighborhood. Ooh, Jen, <laughs> you have now officially become neighborhood. Interesting. Who are the people <laughs> in my neighborhood? I think it used to be Jen. <laughs> All right, lastly, formerly, Shell. Formerly known as Jen. Formerly known as Jen, now known as Neighborhood. Shell F. Your new name is Fireplace. Fireplace. Aw, Fireplace. For and behalf of Fireplace. So I have a question about this name generator. Yeah. Is it just random noun generator? Seems like it. None of those seemed like names to me. It's a random word generator. Oh, word generator. Okay. <laughs> you know, fireplace isn't a real name. <laughs> oh, I've never oh. heard of that one. Mm. I mean, maybe if you're Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, shit. We could have. You could have clicked on name next oh, time. Okay. Next time we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. All right. Uh, channels members, thank you. We have quite a few of you now. It's a lot of fun getting to know you better. Yeah, if you would like to join us on channels, just visit our website at latterdaylesbian.org slash polo. Just like that. Because channels is courtesy of Marco Polo. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. We would like to thank Dan from Extension Audio. Thanks again for leaving it in, Dan. Thank you, Dan. And everybody else, please steer clear of those cults because really, Hitler gets to reign over Israel. Naked under a poncho. Oh, my touched. God. Yeah. All right. Talk to you later, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.